seven pitch. Harper hits one in the air, left center field, back it goes. Harper, the swing of his life. It is Bedlam at the bank. Swung on, hit it, crossed, and the Phillies are going to lead it. Four to nothing. Now Harper sends one in the air, way back to right center. Summer, the Bell Ringers podcast, Colin Daly, Ben Goldstein, and uh, it's a beautiful Friday, Ben, isn't it? It is. Phillies are above 500. Can we say they're back? Yeah, I think that's fair to say right now. That's fair to say. I'm done school with it, which is a huge W over here. Uh, yesterday was my last day. Oh, that uh, sucks. I ended on Monday. Wow. And see, I, I was done by 9... Uh, 50 yesterday, so, so it didn't really count. It, our school technically ended on Wednesday, but finals ended Monday, so I didn't just, just no one goes to school on Tuesday and Wednesday, so right. Yeah, I had three finals, so I had to go in for two extra days at the end, which was pretty trash, but it's all right. Yeah, it's brutal. Anyway, I, I have four, so you're lucky. Really? Yeah, see, I only take four classes, that's probably why. Yeah. Because the entire year, I had four total finals. I had one first semester and then three second semester. But anyway, something that's not trash is the Phillies' offense right now. They oh, are sure. firing on all cylinders. Tell us about that, Ben. Yeah, I mean, everything is bouncing the Phillies' way at the moment, except maybe for Bryce Harper, who can't hit a slider. But it's just – it's June. And something happens in June where these guys just remember how to hit the baseball all of a sudden. And you can see Schwarber is leading the league in home runs in June. Uh, Castellanos is batting above 300, so is Bryson Stott. Um, I mean, these guys just something happens in June. I've never seen anything like it, and it's so weird, but it's awesome. Yeah, and then you look at the guy who's been struggling for the Phillies all year, Trey Turner. He's played 14 games in June, he's a 316 batting average, good for 18 for 57. Um, I'm gonna skip that stat and come back to it 491 slug, uh, six RBIs, two home runs. Six walks, five stolen bases, four doubles. My favorite stat on there, 381 on base percentage. And the reason that's my favorite is, I mean, if you round up us getting on base 38 out of 100 times, or we'll say for this case, four out of 10 times, um, <clears throat> to make math easier. But the reason that I love that so much is he was the guy who would come up with a runner on base, one out, sometimes two outs, or, or lead off an inning, being at the top of that lineup, you know, the bottom of the lineup finishes, say, the fourth inning. He's up first or second in the fifth inning. But him getting on base is just huge because of the guys that he hits around in the lineup. Yep. Like All he has to do is draw a walk, get a single, and one of the three guys behind him will be able to score before recording – or we'll, we'll be able to score him before recording three outs. Like, I hate to phrase it this way because it makes it sound like what he does for a job is is easy. But the comparatively to the other people who he bats around in the lineup – his job is not very hard. He has to just get on base and let the other guys behind him do the work. The real Mutos, the Harpers, um, Castellanos. Castellanos, depending on how the lineup is shaped that day. But it is paramount, paramount for him to get on base, especially in those two-out, one-out situations, just to keep the inning alive so the, 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 big, the big guns behind him can do their thing. That's for sure. 
And now, he, he, he's been doing it too. You saw he hit a ground ball in the infield in the game on Thursday <clears throat> to end the Arizona series. And it was a ground ball to second place. Is it out for anybody else? He's still in 32 miles per hour. I don't know how fast he was yeah. going. Was it? I could pull up the tweet right Five now. Five second. I doubt he was going 32 miles per hour. Yeah, I don't know why I said miles per hour. But he was zooming, and it's just that easy for him. He's just got to get on base, and things will happen. Yeah, now, I'll tell you, the one thing that I don't get right now All right, is... It was 32.1 feet per second. Just, right. it's, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it is. And it's, that's getting down the bases in, in under three seconds, right? Mm-hmm. My math is right? You are correct. So what was it? You said 33.1? 32. 32.1. 32.1, so that's like 90, so that's 96.3 in three seconds. Yeah, so, so he's there in... About two and a half seconds. Um, now the the one thing I don't get is the the Bryce Harper, the Bryce Harper thing. I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, having finals last week, I didn't wa- I didn't get to watch every game. Um, yeah. but I have to watch every game. From my perspective, I definitely didn't notice with the sliders. Uh, some of his swings have been very big and long, but he's still been productive. He's knocked in a couple runs this week. And honestly, I think Bryce Harper should be the last thing that that team is worried about. I, I'm i getting a little worried with the slider thing. It's like the Castellanos thing last year. It's just on Monday, I think it was, every single – it looked like every single pitch they threw to him was a slider, and he was swinging right through them. And it was the same thing the whole series. Monday was the big one. But it was just like the guy – the guy is just – hold on. Ah! The guy is struggling with the sliders. It just doesn't look like the Bryce Harper we all know and love right now. He looks a little more like maybe the 2019 Harper, 2018 Harper, which was that, which were down years. Um, I mean, he's still been productive, but the guy hasn't had a home run since May 25th. That's true. However, the difference that I see is, you know, cost, you can't, it's hard to compare him, I think, the 2000, um, 2000, 22 cost on us for a couple I was, reasons. One, I wasn't really comparing him. I was just saying with the sliders. Right. No, I, I get what you're saying. I, I do. I completely understand that. But like his OPS is still above 800, barely. His average is still high. He's knocking in runs. Granted, it's not home runs, but he's 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 pro- he's producing runs. And ultimately, to win a game, the easiest way to do that is just pile on runs and leave your pitching staff some 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 wiggle room there which the Phillies have done okay with recently. But the, the thing that I can look at with him is the year that he won MVP, he wasn't on the all-star team. His start to the season was pretty similar to the way he's been hitting over the last three weeks. Well, I think part of that is, well, I mean, Harper just really started. So, I mean, I'm a little chill on him because he his season just started like a month ago. Um, exactly. So we cannot we should all be able to take a step back and see like hey he's fine. So I mean if really the all-star thing is the cutoff for him to for whatever, it's um if he really is gonna I don't know if he'll pick it up right after the all-star break like he usually does. I think um, he will. I think it's gonna take him a couple weeks, maybe, because of the uh the how lady started. Um I mean the numbers he has right now should get him in the all-star. Should get him an all star, but I don't think it will. Um, it might, his name might, but it'll be interesting. I have an so, over under for you. Um, over under three and a half Phillies all stars. 
Oh. Three and a half? Yeah. That is tough. I'm going to say under. Under? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're not going to have four All-Stars. There's no way. So I mean... Who are your... Last year, I was pretty dead set on who I thought the Phillies All-Stars should be. This year, it's tough. I'd say there's, there's the only lock right now is Nick Castellanos. If he isn't rostered. Also, I don't know if you saw the tweet I put out. Might have been last Monday. I think it was last Monday. Did you see where Michael Harris was in the All-Star voting? Where was he? That's criminal. What, what was it? He's batting under 200 and it's above Nick Castellanos. He's like six. Castellanos, I think, was eight or nine. I, I don't understand the appeal to him. Like, I mean, he won Rookie of the Year in 2022. Congratulations. It's 2023. Oh, here it is. All right. You said your exact tweet was here. Let me just put it up on the screen. Keep talking. It, it doesn't make sense. Now, I have a question for you. What is it with the Atlanta fans? Are they really like, um, they're taking, they are um, they're using their five votes per day. <laughs> yeah, cause look where Acuna is. I mean, Acuna's good, but he ain't that. I mean, I'm not saying he shouldn't be first. I'm saying he shouldn't have almost twice as many votes. Yeah, as and what are we four. what are we doing with Ozuna? He's he's been okay. I can I can support that a bit. I, I don't. He, Marcel Ozuna stinks. But yeah, Michael Harris. But Harris is gross. That's yeah. criminal. Like, that's actually embarrassing for the league. The fact that that guy... And Cody Bellinger, too. Seven spot. Is, I haven't been keeping track of Cody Bellinger. How is he doing this year? I haven't either. He started off, too. He had a, he did a really hot start. Um, but I will tell you right now. Uh, I haven't heard his name come up recently, so he's either probably kind of still on that track or... Yeah, and uh, he's, he's eighth. He just came back from the IL yesterday. Oh. He's yeah, eight over Castellanos. That's terrible. Harris is worse, though. Have you seen Harris's stat line? We yeah. saw him in the Atlanta series. Abysmal. Absolutely abysmal. Yeah, here's his line. Right yeah, 190, 266, 296. Come and then, on. And then you go to Castellanos. Like, it's... They're not even comparable. I mean... His his batting average is like, you know, his batting like, average is worse than Schwarber's. Is it really? It might be. I don't know what it, I can't remember what Kyle Schwarber's batting average is. Pretty sure Schwarber's still down the dumps. It might be. He was god awful at the beginning of the season. He usually is. He's batting one seventy six. Good lord. Um, I mean, but eighteen home runs. When was he yeah, 18? Okay. Oh, he was 18 with the Red Sox. So. So, yeah, I'd, I'd say I, I really do think that Wheeler should get the nod. Mm-hmm. He has been have – you, have you seen some of the – um, like the – I'm not very good on my statistics, but it, it's not F4. But it's one of the, st- the st- statistics that uses, like, the predictive analysis stuff. 
Yeah. And it's like like XBA, expected batting average. It was uh-huh. something like that for a pitcher. And uh, I can whatever the stat was, and I just I I could tell by the context of the tweet um, that it was like an an expected stat, not an actual representative of his FIP results this year. And whatever the stat meant, it was interpreted as he was the second most unlucky pitcher in all of baseball, and his ERA is still in like the three sixes, three sevens right now. And they said that it's like if this was right, his ERA would be like 20, 30 points lower or something. And I was like, it's pretty crazy. But if he has a good three, four starts from now, there's no reason he's not on the all-star team. I mean, I haven't actually been keeping up to date with every pitcher in the National League. So there could, I mean, I know there's a few guys who are having, you know, exceptionally good seasons, but I I really do think that there's a chance. I mean, if the if there's any sympathy among the voters. I know they don't vote for pitchers, but I'm saying, you know, that's decided by the um by the players and the writers, right? What the um the pitchers? all-stars are and the pitchers? Yes. No, that's the that's just the Yeah, the fans pick <clears throat> the fans pick the starting lineups, everything else is to players. Recruiters. All right, the players. That's why I, I thought it was players. If they have any sympathy for, for Wheeler, then they'll know that he he got sniped last year. So, and I, I get that it's not a perfect system. I mean, there's probably a clunker on the all-star team last year who wasn't as good as some of the guys who missed out just because they needed to get one guy from whatever yeah. team they were on because that's how the rule works. And I get that. It's but, a brutal rule. Yeah. Yeah, it's, but you have to have some represent. You have to have some representation. From the NFL team. doesn't have one. Really? Mm-hmm. Now, there's so many more players on an NFL team, you got to have at least one good guy, right? I don't follow football that much, so I don't. I, I could be off base there. Um, but... Well, the 2016 Cleveland Browns or 2017 Cleveland Browns went 0-16. I'm sure they had one guy who could tackle someone well or make a good pass. Um, yeah. No? Okay. Um, Let's talk about what we said in the last episode. The main 19th. By the way, Kyle and I Met in person for the first time since 2019 on May 20th. Um, thank you to everybody who came out. Oh, for, yeah. Oh, for the Philly Sports Sports event at Citizens Bank Park on May 20th. Uh, Kyle and I were there. It's cool to see everybody. Uh, so thank you for coming out. What was um, about the Blue Claws game? Yes, the Blue I don't know if I'm going to go to that. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, oh, yeah, the Blue Claws last year we went to. So. Yes. Um, so... Good stuff. Um, where it's in the works for next year. Um, we'll see what happens when the schedule comes out. Anyway, um, May 19th, we recorded a podcast before the Cubs series. We said that the Phillies had to have a certain record until June 11th to see how I felt about this, how we felt about this team. What was your record uh on from May 19th to June 11th? 16 and 11, Ben. Is that what it was? Or sixteen no, and ten? No, you you said what was what you wanted. You said sixteen and six. Oh, oh, I was all yeah, sixteen and six. Oof. Yes, I said fifteen and seven. The Phillies went twelve and ten, so our ex- our expectations were way too high. Um, so really, at that time, I guess we both thought we were doomed and the season was over. Um, but this D-back series kind of changed things around. Still not a great look, but they did end up. From what we're recording now, from the last podcast, they're fifteen and eleven. Um, they've won their last 
They've won their last four series. Um, they have a, a three-game winning streak going, and we're going into Oakland to play the Athletics. Um, no, there will not be any reverse boycotts this weekend, so that'll be fun. Um, but yeah, so 15, 15 and 10 since we last recorded, 15 and 11, excuse me, since we last recorded the podcast. Um, and now we will have a lot of home series coming up, which is good because we're very good at home. How big do you think beating the Dodgers was? Huge. I think that Schwarber walk-off home run, um, kind of changed around this team. I mean, we're playing well, but we're finally playing a really good team, the Dodgers. Um, and I think that Kyle Schwarber walk off home run really showed that this team can do anything, kind of like last year. Um, this that this team can win. Um, in those kinds of games, so I think that it was it was definitely huge and monumental, and could be the changing point in the season. And I was at that game. Really? Yes. Exciting. So. Excuse me. I hate to ask this because it's a controversial thing. People will say it's you can never ex- expect a sweep. Do we have to expect a sweep against one of the worst teams in the two thousands? Well, the Athletics are playing very well right now. Um, they've won, I think, seven of their last eight. Don't give me. I don't. Face. I, I don't care. I'm sorry. They've won like twenty <laughs> games all season. Eighteen. Um, but they're coming. They came off a great series against the Tampa Bay Rays. They're a little hot right now. Um, I think they're playing for the fans because they know that they care. Um, so I wouldn't expect a sweep. I think that is what they should be shooting for. Um, taking two of three would be, I guess, fine. Just if you lose the series, there's there's huge issue. But I mean, a sweep is really what they should. I agree. Um, I don't know who's pitching for the A's this weekend. I will figure that out when I write the series re- or the series preview this afternoon. I can get that for you right now. Their rotation is really, really horrendous. So tonight we ha- it is who the heck is I don't know anybody on this team. My goodness, it is it's a J P Sears. He's not good. Going. <laughs> Is anyone Next. watching good? Um, he's got like two. Saturday is oh, yeah, right. this guy's got a James Caprillon. Oh, Caprillon, yeah, Caprillon is all right. I'm proud. He he's uh he has a uh he's he has a Cy Young looking six point eight nine ERA. Um, and he, he was a little bit of a. Well-ish known prospect, kind of. Sunday on the scene. Now he's kind of nobody. Sunday is Hogan Harris, who might be their best pitcher. He's two and a record. He's four point eight four ERA. I have not heard of Harris. I've heard of the first two. Yeah, Hogan um, Harris. Their bullpen is atrocious. Um, have you got maybe one good bat in their lineup? Uh, that the Rooker guy is having a pretty decent year. Uh, I wouldn't. I. Anything less than a sweep is not going to fly with me. Okay. Anything. What's uh, the JP series is ERA? 4.15. Yeah. No. 
Um, for us, we have Taiwan Walker going Friday. Saturday is to be determined. And Sunday is Zach Wheeler. That has to be a sweep. has to be. Yeah, so I don't know what uh, – Saturday, I guess, bullpen game? I don't know. I guess you could do a bullpen game against uh, – I think Christopher Sanchez is starting. <laughs> okay. We should – Apparently there's something with him – we should still we, called up we, or I don't know. I've read something about it yesterday. We should still easily win the series because this team has 18 wins. Uh not they're no longer the worst team in baseball. That belongs to the Kansas City Royals. What? Yeah. Really? The athletics record at the moment is 19 and 52. The Royals record is 18 and 50. So the Royals actually won games. Um yeah, but the Athletics nineteen and fifty-two. Royals eighteen and fifty. Huh. So they don't have the least amount of wins in baseball anymore. Historically, where are we with this? Like are, do you know uh so the worst one of the crappiest teams ever? Worst record in MLB history is I'll just use two games, is the two thousand three Detroit Tigers. 43 and 119. Oh, there's a chance. It's doable. I'm rooting for them now. I mean, obviously, it's like reverse rooting for them. I hope they – I mean, come on. What's the fun in getting 45 wins? At that point, you may as well do 42 and be a little bit famous. So, are we rooting for the Athletics to get the worst record of the Royals? Oh, I don't care. Well, somebody does it. I want to see that. That sounds cool. What if the Phillies do it? Nah, that ain't gonna happen. They're gonna they're gonna have they're gonna have forty. However, three you just said what forty three? They're gonna have forty three yeah. wins, but in a week and a half from now. <laughs> how many no, wins did, to win? Like how many game. wins did the Tigers have at this point, though? June sixteenth. I don't know how to find that. Yeah, I don't know how to find it either. It's okay. above my pay grade. Okay, um, let's talk about. I want to hear your thoughts on Aaron Nola. Do you want to hear my thoughts on Aaron Nola? You really sure you want to hear that? Yep. Because I think that we should get that guy in a boat and send him to the West Coast. <laughs> We're gonna drive him right out of the, take him to Jersey, set him sail down the Jersey Shore, and just have him float so, down the Atlantic over down he, by the. He has allowed a home run in 11 straight starts. It's the longest, second longest streak in Philly's history behind Randy Wolf, who did it in 12 games. 12, well, exactly. We get one I, more game. I think two, I think 2004, uh, this is the year the bank opened. Um, the Wolf Gang. Interesting. Um, so, are we out on. Aaron Nola, do we give him another chance? Are we going to resign him? What's the deal? Do we trade him at the All Star break? What's going on? God only knows at this point. I don't know what's wrong with this guy. He is the most frustrating person to watch. And I'm a big Aaron Nola fan, just for the record. I um, was too. I was always a fan of him, Hoskins, and Eflin because I grew up with them. I'm a huge Eflin guy, one of my favorite players in baseball. Um, but I, I can't stand watching Nola this year because he. I'm gonna need to like do some deep breathing after talking about this because it makes me like super angry and I don't understand why. 
he comes out there and he will pitch six or seven innings in every start. Six or seven innings. That is Cy Young type stuff. And then he has one inning where he pitches like a sophomore in high school. And it is so aggravating that I just want to go out there and like, I don't even know what I want to do to him. He makes me so angry. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I've ever gotten this fumed on a podcast before, but it's the most aggravating thing. Cause you're like, oh man, no, like ever. I kid you not. I sit in front of my TV. I got my, I got my this. I got my mint chocolate chip ice cream, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Aaron Nola is back. And then the fourth inning comes around. He's like, oh my, I a curveball. <laughs> it's the worst thing ever. Bam, gone. Bam, gone. Bam, gone. Leave. Bye, bye. ERA. Oh. And you know what they do? He pitches for another four innings. And the worst part about it is those He's four great. innings after, he looks like Cy Young. Yeah. I'm like, where was this in the fourth inning when you threw meatballs? Okay. So, my thoughts. I, 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 I broke really my chair during that. Look at that. I broke the chair. Something came off the side. Oh, wow. um, uh, I feel you, man. Uh, it's interesting. I just don't think – I just think Aaron is anti-Toyota in the rap fourth inning. It wasn't there a stat on that as the ERA is like six point something. Yeah, it's really bad in the fourth inning. Um, I, it's, it's so weird. It's, he's always had that one bad inning. It's always been a thing with it. But this year, it's really bad. Um, I don't know what it is. I think I don't know if it's whether he didn't get the contract he wanted with the Phillies because even though they offered him a hundred million dollars, he didn't like it. Um, but which is a lot for a pitcher. Um, it can't be that though, right? I mean, he he knows that if the the better he performs, the more money he's gonna make. Yeah, maybe he's pressured, but I don't I don't know. It's just so weird. And his last two, his two starts in the in the World Series and the NLCS weren't great either. Um. It's... Where, where is he in terms of innings pitched in major league stat and made like stat leader in the major league? All right. Let me get you. MLB innings pitch leaders 2020. All right. Here we go. He's got to be top 10. Now he's number one. He's number one. There you go. 94. This is freaking ridiculous. 94.2. But look at this. This is embarrassing. The number one, 4.66. And you go 2 2.5, 9, 2.75, 2.45, 3.15, 2.27, 3.29, 3.41. There's no one with an ERA as bad as his on my entire screen. Kyle <laughs> Gibson is on there. His is 3.90. No. He's no one is. I'm on the top 25, and no one's even close to him. No one is within. Oh, wait, that's a lie. Sandy Alcantara. He's different, though. He won the Cy Young last year. Yeah. Ah, this is embarrassing. Yeah. I can't believe he's number he's one. So tr- and I get it. Look, you look at the um the innings pitch. You look at the strikeouts. There's a lot of strikeouts. So he's not in top 10. But he, um, it's. I don't know. I don't know. He's six and, and he five. Runs too. He's six and five this year. Fifteen games started. Um, he's a one point oh nine whip. Um, his last five games, he has pitched in over six, at least six innings in all of them. Um, 
but he's given up uh, three, four, five, seven home runs in his last five games, three of them coming on May 25th against and Atlanta, and then one in the rest of them. He's giving up at least one home run per game. What's home yeah, run? Yeah, it's, it's so frustrating. Really, What's his home run per. He has a three point nine home run percentage this year. Oh. His hard hit percentage thirty six point one. Average exit velocity eighty eight point one, which is a career high. Actually, no, it's not twenty fifteen. It's pretty bad, um, but still, that's not good. And you look at his full stat line; the numbers make sense too. Opponents are only hitting two twenty seven against Nola. He's pitched 94 and two-thirds innings, and his whip is 1.10, which is the 17th best in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. He doesn't allow base runs. He, he, he pitches well. He just can't keep the ball in the yard. I know. It's 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 weird. And, I mean, it's, he was fourth in Cy Young voting last year. Nola was fourth in Cy Young voting last year. I mean, it's so frustrating. I mean, like, I'm just scrolling through this, right? The guy who leads Major League Baseball in whip has an ERA of 3.20. Like, his his, his whip is 0.86. Like, you'd expect a guy with a 0.86 whip to have an ERA in the low twos. No, it's 3.2. You know why it's 3.2? He's allowed 16 home runs. This is uh, Tyler Wells, Orioles starter. Um but it's it's the same story with so many of these guys who allow home run after home run. Same thing with um oh, who is it? Oh, uh Bassett. Bassett, one point one three. He's allowed four fifteen home runs and has an ERA over four. He he's just it's so frustrating. Cause you see how good he is every single game. And he just cannot keep the ball in the yard one inning. I would almost be willing to I – w- I wish there was a way, like in spring training, where you have a guy pitch like – you didn't have him pitch the first two innings, take him out innings three through five, and then have him finish the game. Mm-hmm. That well, would work. I mean, Nola for opener? You're saying like get him an opener and have someone start the game and have him finish it? Have him start. Well, you can't pull him after two innings. I mean, I get what you're saying. His first two innings have been his best. Yes, that's true. But we say this as if the ERA is like 6.44 and not 4.66. He hasn't been that bad. I mean, he's been... When he gets to that fourth inning, he's been pretty bad. Well, yeah, it's just so hard because then you're in the back of your mind, like, it, and like I really do understand what you're saying. It it does make sense, but I feel like Aaron Nola is the exception because you see how good he is. And it's just so hard to justify from a managerial standpoint. How can I pull a guy who looks like an all-star right now even if I know in the next two innings he's going to have a meltdown. It's an impossible situation to be, which unfortunately I think the easiest reason is just to get rid of him. We have a problem. I mean, I hate to put it this way. We make it sound so material. 
We have a problem. Aranola is confusing. We'll just make it simple. Aranola is confusing. And we have the ability to eliminate this problem. I think we have to. Um, I just saw a thing um, from rotowire.com. I'm trying to, sorry to change the subject. They ranked the Philly Fanatic the ninth best mascot in baseball. Behind? Behind. Orbit. Mr. Met. Bernie Brewer. Slider. Freebird. Wally the Green Monster. The Chicken and the Valley Monkey. The only one I can justify there is the Rally Monkey. The Rally Monkey's cool. I like the Rally Monkey. San Diego Chicken's pretty iconic. But the Fanatics are the best mascot in sports. Yeah, that, that ain't good. All right. So this is the schedule from June 16th until the 30th. So we are going to give our prediction or what we think our, the record for the Phillies should be in a three-game series against the Athletics, the Braves, the Mets, the, and the Chicago Cubs. So Colin is writing his down, so I will I will start. Um, against the Athletics, we were talking about that earlier. Should we expect the sweep? Is the sweep the only exception? I don't know if it's the only exception, but I think it will happen with how the Phillies are playing right now. It's good to get a nice break against a bad team going, in, going back home. So that should be three against the eights. Um, the Braves, tougher series. It's at home, though, and the Phillies are much better at home. They need a big series against the Braves. I think they can take two of three from the Braves right now with how they're playing. So that is a five. Yeah, I think, I think that's fair. Yeah, so five and one in the week. And then against the Mets at home, it's a huge, huge series. Um. It's at home. It'll be interesting to see how many Mets fans go to this game. It's the first time we're hosting the Mets all year. When I was at the Dodgers game, I've been to Dodgers games in the past. There's usually so many Dodgers fans, but more Phillies fans are buying tickets. So there weren't as many Dodger fans. So it'll be interesting to see how many Mets fans there are. Um, I I think we can take two or three for the Mets. Um, it's at home. We're playing so well right now. Hopefully by that time we still are. So give me two or three for the Mets. Um, so that's what is that? What's two plus five? Seven, seven and two, and then three against the Cubs in Chicago. We stick at Chicago, but if we we should win the series, so really what we should be getting is a record of what is that? Nine and three is what we should be getting. So I did. I finished mine a couple seconds ago. I had eight and four. Um, okay. I think they take. I think they're going to drop the game today, and everyone's going to lose their minds. We just beat the Diamondbacks three out of four, and then they're going to lose the A's. Then they're going to heat up a little bit. Probably take the next two against the A's. Maybe the first one against the Braves. I'd say they're going to drop two to the Braves, unfortunately, and then take two or three from the Mets, and then two or three from the Cubs. That's what I got going. So I think they'll win. Uh, that's what four. I think they'll win three of the four series. They've played okay against the Braves this year, and considering just how good they are, I don't think that'll that'll keep up. I guess that's a little bit. Uh, I don't know. It's not very. I don't have anything, any good reason to prove it. Just that weird feeling that they played well against them earlier in the year. It's not going to happen again. Okay. Our luck's ran out. But no, I I think I think eight and four. I really do. I, I, I confidence, take, and you know I'm, I'm not usually the most confident guy. Yeah, so. I mean, 
I would take eight and four if Bazin died in three, but eight and four still acceptable against those two powerhouses in the NL East. The Mets are not playing so well right now either. They'll be without Pete Alonso for that series. Um, so that should help because Pete Alonso. I mean, that would that would put us at at forty three and thirty eight. I don't okay. think you can you cannot complain about that. No, not at all. Especially with how we started. Um, right. So that's all we have today, I think, right, Colin? I think I think that's all. So I you want to hear where I'm going tonight? Where are you going? Billy Joel Stevie Nicks concert at the link. Wow. It's gonna be interesting getting down there with ninety five, but it should be fun. I'm excited. Sounds fun. I will be uh rooting for my actually I'm not sure I'll be on my way to Lancaster, but I will be rooting for my Phillies tonight. Nine forty nine. J P Sears. Oh, it's gonna be fun to hear uh, Dan Baker with that name. It's like J T, but J P. It, it's in Oakland. See, I'm looking on it right now too. <laughs> Dummy, and they don't come to Philadelphia. I don't think so. No, I only play them once, which is totally. I I guess that's unfortunate, but it's okay. No, yeah, we'll take as much as we can get against the A's, though. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, that is a wrap for today's podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in and giving us a listen as I drop the cap of my pen. And uh, it will be interesting to see uh, how the Phillies develop over the next few days. And again, that is all from us today. Colin Daly, Ben Goldstein, go Phillies. Go Phillies. See ya. Thanks for watching. Oh, thank you. Website to submit is in the down below and use the Seeky code. Philly Sports Support, $20 off. No S. Hold the S. Hold the S. We don't want your S.